Hey everybody, welcome back to the Fred Minnick Show. I've got the gang all here again. Eric Caracal, who is the owner of the Woodford Hotel, which by the way, is now the official hotel of the Fred Minnick Show. You get a couple drinks in Eric and he's like a dadgum comedian. And of course, you got the master distiller here, Dan McKee. He's becoming really iconic and famous in these whiskey making circles. They just keep dropping hit after hit after hit. And of course, my buddy, Jamar Mack, the founder of Kentucky's original black bourbon enthusiast. Now, not too long ago, Jamar announced that Kobe is transitioning from a membership organization to a group that's just going to be focusing on charity causes and community impact. This week's guest, Amanda Vance, is one of the top handicappers in the entire world. She's got more than a half million followers on Instagram. If you follow her pics, you're most likely going to win, but I have found her to be fascinating, and this interview is a lot of fun. I did not know she used to be a Miami Dolphins cheerleader. I think a lot of people would lead with that, but she is uh, much more than a cheerleader. Enjoy this week's episode with Amanda Vance. Once again, I got my buddies here in Dallas White. The man behind the stick at Michter's has a special cocktail for us to drink while we just basically shoot the shit. Check it out. The Manhattan. Now, this is one of my absolute favorite cocktails in the world and probably my top five for whiskey cocktails. It's the Manhattan. Now, the Michter's Bourbon Manhattan is made, of course, with Michter's and their own vermouth, some apricot brandy, a dash of orange bitters, and some Boker's bitters. You know, it is unique to have two types of bitters. Stir and strain into a coupe glass, express orange oil on top, and garnish with an orange twist. And if you don't know how to make an orange twist, best Google it. So, Dallas, you like to gamble? I like to gamble, but I stay away from gambling. Now, why is that? Are you like afraid that you're gonna you know, lose a little money? Hey man, you sometimes you have a little bit too much fun. Yeah. You're a little too into it. What, when you do gamble, what's your, what's your play? What do you do? Honestly, I like cards more than anything else. It gives me at least something to focus on and it's not just a put money in, lose money out. So who here is a degenerate gambler? Sounds like Eric. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we all turn to look at this guy. Um, no, I was taught at a very young age how to gamble because uh, my father went to MIT and that was the same time that the MIT blackjack team was created. And so he spent a lot of time in Vegas. And then, so, and my parents, they're also into uh, horses too. So, um, you know, they have quite a few horses. Um, it kind of just comes along with being a big numbers fan. Yeah. So Dan, do you like to play any... Uh gambling action well it, it's been a while i do enjoy uh betting but i've always felt i bet with feelings so i would lose so i stick to that opportunity when i go out to vegas or something play blackjack and just kind of stay stay there okay. but i enjoy it though now jamar you play the ponies every now and then right you go to churchill downs you like to play the ponies song absolutely not maybe derby okay. uh i am uh the most frugal free person with money uh, wow. I don't mind spending money, but I do not like to spend money. So uh, gambling is not a, uh, a choice much for me. So here's the, here's the crazy part about that. You don't like to spend money, yet you found the hobby slash profession <laughs> of bourbon 
where we spend way too much oh, money. Yes, 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 <laughs> yes. Uh, it, it is definitely a. Uh, a By the habit way, thank you, Jamar. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. To that part. So, no. uh, but not a big gambler, but I definitely do enjoy uh, some more refined things out there for sure. So this uh, this interview with Amanda. Amanda is this. Uh, she is this uh, amazing young woman who has become a celebrity handicapper. And she's an influencer, large on Instagram and everything. And like, and I think that sometimes when someone is an influencer or in that world, they get kind of like downgraded by the pros of, of that world. I know, I know us old school Burma guys. You know, when someone comes out as an influencer, we're like, ah, you know, sometimes yeah. every now and then it happens. But you cannot deny someone who has a 68% winning percentage with her handicapping. And that's what Amanda has done. And this episode is about how she's built her career. And, um, you know, in the new format of the show, it's not me teaching people how to drink, but she's just having a, she's just having a sip of bourbon while we're talking. So everyone take a look at this uh, conversation I had with Amanda Vance and hopefully Maybe some of her picks uh, will help you uh, later on down the line. And the four of us will be right back afterwards, so don't go anywhere. Cheers. And joining the Fred Minnick Show, a professional handicapper, Amanda Vance. How's it going? Hey, it's going good. We're almost football season, so I'm doing good. I know. Football Football will be here. With, with football, and That's right. So like, as we record this now... Uh, that was it called the Hall of Fame game is coming up mm -hmm. like soon. That so yep. that's um, that always watch that. But I love the Hall of Fame speeches too. Like those. I love anything. I'll, I'll watch Hard Knocks. I'll go and watch reruns of the Steelers and they're in the Super Bowl. I'll watch anything to get me through these couple of months. So I'll take a Hall of Fame preseason game. So no, no baseball, basketball, none of that doing, I'm doing it for you. I'm doing it all. I I do every sport. I'm doing baseball yeah. right now. I don't mind it, but when there's just one sport on, especially as a handicapper, mm -hmm. you itch to kind of mix it up. So it'll be it'll be really nice. And it's like almost time of pointless baseball right now. Teams are giving up, trading away guys. Yeah. So. Yeah, they're, it's baseball. Baseball's a, a, a fun one to follow right now because you have the two best players in the game uh, on one team, and that team just sucks. Like, it's like... You know, you have Shohei, Shohei Otani, mm -hmm. and then uh, Mike Trout on the Angels. Yep. Baited them like, last night. Yeah. They're just like oh, wasting yeah. them, you know? It is. I'm a Pirates fan, so I'm used to wasting talent. We just traded away <laughs> Santana, Choi. I mean, we had McCutcheon. I was thinking, you know, maybe we started the year so awesome, but we I can't believe in April the Pirates looked the way they did, and now they already back to having the worst record in baseball. But I'm yeah, used I, to it. I'm a Brewers fan, and you know we've dusted off the loser mentality the last uh, last decade. I think mm -hmm. Prince Fielder was a big part of uh, you know changing the mindset at, in Brewers country. But we uh, just got Santana from the Pirates, and he he was great at first base. And I already had to hear my dad this weekend, so he should be good for you. It's looking up. It's looking better than yeah. We are. Let's let's hope that we actually do something in the playoffs this year, but. So I had I had several bottles uh, sent to you. Now I sent you the Stella Rye, and that's going to uh -huh. be that's going to be one that is uh, very spicy, got like kind of herbal okay. notes to it. Um, okay. 
the seal box one is going to be like sweet, like a piece of like uh, like candy, like a hard Ooh. hard cinnamon candy or something like that. Okay. And like so that'll be sweet. And then I sent you the uh, my barrel pick from Town Branch. Um, that is a single barrel pick that I did. Also, the Stellum one was. These are these are from my club, my club Marzipan. Okay. So these are only people like in my in my club get these. So you got you got some pretty Ooh. special, some pretty fun stuff. What's there. your favorite of this of this batch? Uh, of what I sent you, I'd probably say the Stellum. You know, Stellum. but you have you have to like herbs and like uh, spiciness there. So I kind of want to try the the sweet. You said this. Yeah, go, yeah. Sealbox, Sealbox will be that'll be a very sweet pour right there. Yeah, my nice bottles. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Absolutely. So pour that, and this is a kind of like I was telling you at the at the top of uh, when when we were just getting connected online. Right. That in season three, I changed. I'm changing the way we do this show. Like before, okay. it was just a bunch of a just a bunch of drinking and back and forth. I, right. I just I don't want it to focus too much on the uh, on the drinking. I just want you to sip it, enjoy, and, uh, and just kind of talk about you. So I'm gonna I'm gonna pour myself some here too. So, uh, so cheers. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me. Absolutely. Cheers. Yes. So tell, uh, I know you, you tell this all the time, but you know, for my, for my folks, tell, tell everyone how you got into, uh, to handicapping. It's not exactly so a, not exactly a, a, a profession that you can uh, go to school for. <laughs> and I did go to school and I was uh, born and raised in South Florida, actually. Right now I'm in Columbus back and forth and I was a Dolphins cheerleader through college. So my dad hated that because he raised me a diehard Pittsburgh everything. Um, and I was kind of a COVID baby going, I'm 27. I took the six year plan. So I'm graduating and I wanted to be a sports broadcaster. Got in touch with Chris Myers, some of the most amazing guys, Nate Burlinson in the league asking like, can I shadow you? Can I learn from you? They were super kind. I started doing NFL interviews. Uh, my first interview was Nick Bosa. So then my second one was Duck Hodges. He was our starting quarterback the year Ben and Mason Rudolph went down. And I really just understood the game of football so well. So I started to put up on my social media, my predictions for the games. And since I knew the NFL so well, I was calling it right. And then that's kind of where I got started. I worked with DraftKings and I primarily focused on NFL at first, mm. but there's sports year round. So then I started getting into hockey, getting into baseball, getting into basketball, uh, posting free plays for a couple of years to the point where people were itching from when I wasn't posting. I'm like, guys, I'm taking a day off. So that at that point I knew I'm gonna sell these. I'm gonna make a business out of it. It was not my original plan and the sports gambling industry is just on a rise. And at that moment it was only legal in I think four states. Now it's mobily legal in 13. So it's growing. I saw an opportunity and I just love it. I mean, I'm crazy. I always say not every, this isn't for everybody because it's stressful. You got to want to watch sports every single day. You got to constantly know what's going on and you, you're sick to your stomach half the time because you're losing mm -hmm. bets. I mean, it really is a 50, 50 industry. So I, I but you're, it. you have a, you're on the other side of 50. You're like, 
like 68 percent right yeah no i I definitely uh have a winning percentage or people wouldn't keep coming back um and but i'm hard on myself i'm not i always say i'm not one of those handicappers that just want to take people's money people will tell me oh hey i need to pay for my uh kids football camp this summer like i'm trying to win a couple thousand dollars so when i lose i take it to heart it's it's not for the week it's tough Mm. Do you have to get like special licensing or anything like that through those states that allow gambling? No, and the funny part is it's legal for me to sell them everywhere. So even if you're in a non-betting state, you can still buy my picks because they're not placing them for me. I'm just giving them essentially yeah. advice. You're giving you're giving out information. You're not actually right. taking the bet. Yeah. Right. Right. Yes. So, so it's fun. Do you are you still partnered with DraftKings? I'm not this year. I kind of I have my own website now where I sell my bets individually. So I'm working mm-hmm. for myself now, which is fun. I mean, I am so lucky. I got to work with Bleacher Report and uh, Caesar Sportsbook at the Super Bowl and some awesome companies that you know helped me to grow and uh, believed in me. And I wouldn't be doing this if it wasn't for working with them. So I'm so entirely grateful. But at the moment. It's it's a it's Amanda. It's all Amanda. Well, I mean, there's there's some power in that. I'm independent mm-hmm. as well. I was with I was with uh, networks for um, for a while, and okay. you know you get you start seeing the numbers, and it's like, what are you all doing for me? <laughs> you know, so mm-hmm. I was like, I can oh, do yeah. this myself. So. Oh yeah, and now that I have my business, it just it feels like everybody wants to get involved, and you know that is a sign to keep doing it yourself and to sell yourself short to nobody. And I'm young, so I'm still learning. Wish I did it years prior, had friends telling me to, but took a certain level where you believe in yourself and you know that you can do it. Yeah, absolutely. So when you are, when you are formulating uh, your picks, do you have, are you watching everything that's just public or do you have insiders at teams that you can talk to? Yeah, I mean, I I pay for all the softwares to see where the money's going because I'm a big fade the public girl. Vegas always wins. Never forget that. Um, so I look at all those stats and obviously uh, the who's supposed to start, who might start. I try to. I have some resources where I get that information, but I use a million things. I don't use just one. Yeah, and I watch the games every day. So it's also just knowing the sport, feeling the trends, seeing what's going on and having a feel for it. But I mm-hmm. use a ton of things. My biggest resource is where the public is actually betting, where the money's going into. Mm. So you, you're you're more interested in following the, um, the public than necessarily like injury reports and things like that. Nope, I do it all. I do it all. But when I love something and I know I love it right away, you go and look and the public is with you 90 percent gotta think who's gonna win here and you know the public is dumb the public is not usually right especially nfl every time i fade the public it's my especially primetime games not every time primetime games last year i think it was the texans and the eagles texans were plus 14 i'm sitting there like how do they keep it within 14 this isn't gonna happen but public thought the same they were so heavy on the eagles i went with the texans and the texans somehow did it and those are one of those nights i was like yep just paid the public sometimes when it makes no sense now do you do the uh, what they call prop bets 
like who's going to catch the first pass and things like that? Sometimes I don't give those out because those are so risky. Um, mm -hmm. I'll do like first touchdown sometimes. Uh, Travis Kelsey every time is my best bet. So is put $100 in, you can win, you know, 600 uh, Safe plays like that, but I don't give those out because that's the generous stuff, that, I mean. Yeah, that, that hurts your percentage, I imagine. Oh, yeah. Do you, uh, so we're, t we're talking about football mostly here, um, and we'll get to some of the other sports, you know, soon, but let's, let's talk about, let's talk about this season. Like who are your, who are your favorites to come out of, uh, each division as the winner? Well, I, I'm going to start with AFC North cause that's my favorite division. Um, I think the Steelers are one of the most underestimated teams in the NFL. Joe Burrow's now injured. Uh, we don't yeah. know how Deshaun Watson's going to do again, and the Browns are the Browns. Um, Lamar Jackson, I always say the Ravens always have a chance. Now they have OBJ. I expect them to be competitive. I think that's going to be the most competitive division. Um, if Burrow's healthy, it'll be the Bengals. If not, I think it could be Pittsburgh. I think it could be Kenny Pickett. TJ Watt's healthy. We have the best receivers. I think they'll be good. AFC East is a fun one. Um, I love Buffalo. I was a Dolphins cheerleader for a couple of years. So I, along with the rest of Miami, know how it is to get your hopes up and and think that they're, they give fans just enough hope where it's better to have none at all. Yeah, because, well, that coach is hilarious. Mike McDaniel, like his press conferences, oh, yeah. like he cracks me up. He's like the You see the one guy. of him hitting the vape on the sideline? Oh, no, I didn't see that at one. The game. He's like has like his shirt on. You could see him like hitting the vape, and they asked him about it in an interview, and he didn't say no. He didn't say yes. He brushed it off in just a Mike McDaniel way. He's such a he's an oddball. <laughs> he is you odd. Can't be weird and goofy until you've won anything. That's my opinion. Stay yeah. humble. Yeah. You know? the, the thing is, is like the Dolphins. Tua is so good. He is so good. But like, man, I just like I get nervous with his health. You know? Oh, yeah. One more concussion. He shouldn't play again. Yeah. And as long yeah. as Tyreek Hill's on the field, they'll have a shot. But there's other components, clearly. I mean, last year, I thought they were going to do something. And then, obviously, the Chiefs will be up there again. I don't – as long as Pat Mahomes is healthy, I don't see them not being a contender. Um, I think the Chargers could be good. The Jags from that division, they'll be fun. They made the playoffs last year, and Trevor Lawrence is – he looks like the number one overall draft pick in my opinion he looks good um i think if you it took some years to build a team around him but i think now he has some weapons he should be good um the has there ever has there ever been a long-haired quarterback win the super bowl i'm sure i don't know did kenny stabler have long hair no that was the that was his wide receiver they go through so many i mean i'm even mm -hmm. thinking like aaron rod he, well back in the day when we played him, and they got theirs. Did he have long hair at that time? Yeah, he was Maybe. clean cut then. He's he's done yeah. long hair. I think that was pretty shrooms, Rogers. Yeah. Okay. So. Um, NFC is going to be fun, though. I mean, I think the Lions will be decent this. <clears throat> excuse me. This year, um, people are. I'm all the good quarterbacks are in the AFC, especially with yeah. Rogers going to the Jets. I mean, I don't know who's going to jump up and be good. The Niners should be one of the best teams in Philly. I think Philly will win that division. Um, it's them or Dallas, but I don't like Dallas. So yeah. I'll take do you do not like them because you don't like them or do you not like them because of their team dynamic? I think it's the fans. It's like they're America's team, but you know, they back in the day, 
they, when the Steelers beat them in the Super Bowl, they called up the owners and said, we want to make the Steelers America's team. And Pittsburgh said, no, we're not. I heard he took the cigar out of his mouth and he said, no, we're not America's team. We're the Pittsburgh Steelers. So I feel like, yeah, they're in Dallas, but they just, they just bother me. The fans are so obnoxious. Well, he, uh, Jerry, um, used eminent domain to kick old ladies out of their homes to build Jerry World. So there that's you go. Always, that's always bugged me. Yeah, there's there's a million reasons, but yeah. What do you yeah. think of the uh, Commanders? I, I find them very intriguing. You know, when Heineke held their own against Brady and the Bucks that year, I thought, okay. He didn't win the game. He kept it. I think they covered the spread. It was like eight. He kept it close. I, and then they have, I'm a Buckeye fan. I mean, up there you can see I have some Michigan toilet paper. So my, my dad's a Buckeye. I'm in Columbus, big Buckeye fan. And I thought Chase Young was going to be so much better. Now he's injured. And yeah, I, I don't think much of them. I think they, it's them and the Cardinals. Cardinals are predicted to lose every game this year, and the Commanders are right behind them. And I do think I would take the under on them. I think it's like five games. I don't think they'll be very good. Oh, wow. Tough division, too. I mean, the Giants looked better last year. Philly's Philly right now. The Cowboys are always kind of in the mix, and they have the weapons. I think they will definitely be finished last in that division. One second. Hold on. Okay, so – one of the main topics for everybody right now is and what does Jordan Love look like for for the uh, for the Packers and everybody who has any kind of source there is um, is really quick to point out that no one's really in love with this guy, you know. Yeah. Yeah, the only thing to love is his last name. Um, he's had <laughs> chances. Yeah, they threw him in a couple times. They had chances for him to look promising and I mean, Rogers now taking pay cuts and doing everything the Packers wanted him to do for years. I think it's quite, it's oh going to be quite interesting for them. I mean, they lost, I mean, even Devontae Adams is taking pay cuts. I mean, they lost pretty much everybody. They had a wide receiver issue last year. And, you know, and what was it? I want to say like nine years in a row, Rogers was like, please draft a receiver round one, draft an offensive player. And every single season, the only offensive player they drafted in which they traded up to get him was Jordan Love. And I think at that moment, Rogers was like, you know, I'm done. I'm over this because they weren't giving him any help. I mean, he's Rogers, but if you want him to be good, you got to surround the team like you believe in him. And they did not do that. He was throwing to guys. I had no idea their names last year at some points. I was like, who's this guy? I mean, just he can make anybody good, but uh, Jordan Love yeah. is not that guy. He's going to struggle. And I, I, I don't think that they stand a chance. I think the Bears even come out with a better record this season. And yeah. I don't believe in Justin Fields, so that's saying a lot. Wow, and he's an Ohio State guy. Mm -hmm. They don't pan out in the NFL. Ohio State quarterbacks do not pan out in the NFL. C.J. Stroud's going to be another story. R.I.P. Wow. Dwayne Haskins. But. Well, I mean, I guess the last ones, may he rest in peace, was Haskins. That's the last one. I said, I said yes, rest in yeah. peace. It's, you know, it's funny enough, I was in Columbus. I'm a Buckeye fan, and I'm a Steeler fan. And that was before we had drafted Kenny. We, I don't think we would have drafted Kenny. It was him, Mason, and Mitch kind of fighting for the job. Yeah. When I found out that news, it happened in Fort Lauderdale, where I'm from. 
and I was in Columbus and a fan of both teams. That was just a very weird, weird day, weird time for the whole team, but not expected. So as you can probably tell from my hat, I went to the other OSU where Mason Rudolph also went to uh, at Oklahoma State. What are your thoughts on that guy? I got to know. Well, we're very proud of him. You know, yeah. we, we don't have a long uh, history of quarterbacks in the NFL. We've had Brandon Whedon, you know, mm -hmm. him. And, uh, I mean, I think uh, we had a guy, uh, uh, Zach Robinson, who's a seventh-round pick for uh, the Patriots. Um, but really, our, I think our best quarterback of all time, if you look at it collegially, was Mike Gundy when he played there in the 80s. Mm -hmm. But we don't have – a storied history of quarterbacks, running backs. Absolutely. We've got, you know, Deion, uh, Deion Sanders, Barry Sanders, Thurman Thomas. Um, you know, we've had, uh, was a guy from, uh, the guy that went to, uh, Denver, uh, Tatum Bell. You know, we've had, a, we've had a lot of really good running backs over the years. Yeah. Wide receivers too: Des Bryant, Justin Blackman, mm -hmm. uh, the cheetah and Tyree kill. Uh, so right. we've, had a, we've had a lot of great players there, but quarterback, no. I was at that game, that helmet game. I was there Thursday night football really? in Cleveland. I was there, and it's mm -hmm. kind of like the most Browns way to beat the Steelers. I mean, I don't think they beat them in like six years at that point. And all over the TVs the next day, you just see slow motion of Miles Garrett hitting him in the head. And it's like they weren't even happy for the win because – you knew Garrett was suspended, maybe not returning to the NFL, maybe going to jail yeah. because they were saying he tried to kill him on the field. And I think that was the game. I just I, – he's okay, but I don't believe in him being our starter. Uh, yeah. He's also had chances. And he hasn't looked bad, but he hasn't looked like the guy. Yeah, I mean, he's not the guy. But to, to, be, a, to be a backup quarterback in the NFL, I mean, you're still – what's he making, five, yeah. six million? You know? He's our third string. I say we have the best the best quarterback depth in the league. We have him, Mitch, and Kenny. And yeah. usually when Ben was our quarterback for years, I love him. I'd be sitting there praying, like, if he goes down, no shot. But now I'm like, you know what? We got some backups, and they could they could get the job done. So he's the best, best third string in the NFL, and I'm happy he's on my team. So one of the things that comes up a lot now is like social media and right. social so, so, social media is everywhere, right? Everybody's on it. Do you, right. not to say you stock players, but do you f watch players on the social media and do you like, do you make, do you make observations that will, you know, impact your lines or however you make suggestions? Like their drama, their tweets? Is that exactly. What yeah. Yeah, I mean, back to Juju saying the Browns is the Browns. And I look at those things. I George Pickens, now our new star receiver, is saying the ball should go to him every time. I do see those, and I don't think it ever helps them. I loved that Big Ben didn't have an Instagram. I think if you're going to tweet something online, it gives the other team so much fuel, and I don't – Honestly, I, I do take it into consideration. I believe in like revenge games. I love revenge games. Mm -hmm. It makes and, the NFL fun. They can they can actually hit them. You know, it's not like baseball where, I mean, there's no you can believe in a guy going up to the plate for the first time making his debut that he's going to do something. But in the NFL, if you're talking crap and you're a quarterback or you're a receiver, they're going to take you out for sure. So when you when you are making making your picks. The quarterback is obviously the most important person on the field for both teams. 
But is is there a player that overrides that? Like, and if they're hurt, it'll change how you do a pick. Like maybe a Derrick Henry. Uh oh yeah, for sure. If that's their offense, I mean, look at Tannehill. The past couple of years, he hasn't looked like anything special. That's their main offense, of course. Uh, big for me is offensive and defensive lines, though. I mean, in football, that is if there's a if you're facing. TJ and the Steelers healthy, and let's say the the Bengals have a really three guys got injured the week prior. I'm going to take the the defense. I'm a big believer in defense in the NFL, and that can make a quarterback stink. Unless you're Pat Mahomes and you're that mobile guy that can outrun everybody and somehow play with a hurt ankle in the Super Bowl, then I'm going to I'm going to fade you. Yeah. All right, let's switch to some some other sports. Do you do you uh, do you play the ponies? Do you you do horse racing? Not too much. I'll give out some sometimes for fun, but I'm not. That is, is that your forte? Can you can you tell me a, about? Well, it? I mean, get me if, into if, it. If you're hitting like twenty percent in ponies, you're doing great, right? It's not, you know, it's the if you were to do bets, the best bet to make and right. to like not lose your ass consistently. Um, would not to be do a win play show, but it would be to like box the do an exacta box. So pick your two favorite horses, right. box them, um, okay. and I go I go by speed, I go by okay. speed and like uh, past performances, and okay. uh, and jockeys. I've taken uh, I took one of the Japanese horses to finish in the top five. Like I like doing that, like to place, mm-hmm. and then the odds are still awesome. And I took him top five. He finished number six. Um, so that's just my luck. That's just my luck. Literally six. And they were only showing the top four on the screen. I'm sitting there on Twitter searching his name. I honestly can't even tell you at the moment. And I'm just trying to trying to find out. And they took like an hour for them to officially display. And I was like, I know he was on the border. He was either five or six. Did I hit the bet or not? So um, yeah, he, yeah, he lost um, about, if he had been in the top five, his, his uh, stud fee would have went up another 10 grand or something probably oh yeah and i mean i'm not an expert but i did some research that day saw he won a race that um and i know those horses don't gen traditionally do well um in the derby that's right. why it was a take but he was the guy from what i heard that if anybody's gonna do it it's him and yeah i mean you're that's like betting on the home run derby which by the way that i love that is fun for me but it's you know the same kind of thing. You Honestly, some of those days, if I put out three bets for something like that, I tell myself all the time, for fun, Amanda, why don't you just close your eyes, put them on the wall, and throw throw uh, darts and see what it lands on because you're probably better off doing that. But I know there's strategy towards it, but well, my, I can't the, say it's one of my Our best. strategy last year was reading the horse names and giving them the speed and uh, giving my four-year-old – uh, the de- all the details that I just gave you, and he would pick them, okay. and and he 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 was hitting like eighty percent. Yeah, know, I'm not even kidding. He's he was like a little savant. So. Next year, give me a call right before that. Yeah, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm happy to make my bets. So we talked a little bit about baseball. Um, mm-hmm. I, I'm not really into hockey. I've tried to get into hockey, but how do you? Oh, ha- you have how do to. I've tried. Like I've even been to uh, a. F- uh, what's the DC team name? Flyers? No, that's Philly. What is what's DC called? 
DC, Capitals. Detroit. Oh, uh, DC Washington. Cap- yeah, Washington DC Capitals. I've been to a Penguins oh, Capitals game. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's. I mean, he he's kind of died down a little bit. People aren't talking about him right now. Um, I so before I was a Dolphin cheerleader. When I was seven. I graduated high school at seventeen. Dolphins told me I couldn't do the team because I was seventeen. But the Florida Panthers had a cheer team. Hmm. So I did that for a season. Um, Dad's a big Penguins fan, raised me that way. And we have Sidney Crosby and Malkin and Latang. And we, we have kind of the studs that are all old now. And the Panthers, coincidentally, went to the Stanley Cup this year. I went to Vegas to watch a game. And they're, they're the new, young, fun team. So it's kind of cool. Florida, this was Florida's year to disappoint, though. I mean, with basketball, the Heat making it to the finals yeah. as the eighth seed. The Panthers beat the Bruins and went there. So, um, yeah, hockey's fun. I think it's fun because there's always a chance. It can be – I've had the over in a game where the over is six and a half goals. It's gone into the third period, 0-0, and I've had eight goals scored. I mean, there's always a chance, and I think that's what makes it fun in comparison to, like, basketball i mean baseball i guess they, that happens there's there's miracles you can run up a lot of runs but um hockey is just it's it's fun in the playoffs next year you gotta start following in the playoffs pick a team put a little future on them and it's fun all right and they hit each other they get to hit each other that part i, I like fun. that, that part fun. i like i like i like the fighting yeah, yeah. do you, Are you a basketball spe- guy I, I I watch basketball, but it's been, you know, it, it's it's just not competitive. It's like you have like four four six teams. Yeah. The Denver Denver winning was probably the most exciting basketball I had seen in ages. Uh, just because you like, you just kind of know how these games are gonna go, and Denver's never won anything, and I really. I'm not gonna say the NBA's rigged or anything like that. Oh, Man. it is. You can. It, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's just like I mean they've had actual people go to prison for right. fixing games. So it, and it is hard to be into something. And sometimes the NFL. I mean, I won't get into that, but there it makes it not as fun to watch. But what about March Madness? Do you ever follow that in March? Especially if Oklahoma State's involved, absolutely, or, or Louisville or Kentucky. Yeah, I went to FAU. And we went to the final four this year. I went to Houston, watched us lose by a buzzer beater. That was rough. But my school's never done anything. Uh, I, 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 will, mean, I, I will correct you on that. You all, at the time of this, of you all beating us on our home court, it was the biggest upset statistically. Okay. When Florida Atlantic beat Oklahoma State, I think the year was 1998. Okay. They, were, they were the last ranked last ranked uh team in like all of everything like they were like below like d- i think below d2 schools it was all they were awful and they uh, okay. they beat us and we were we weren't top 10 but we were like top 15 or something right and, and it was statistically like at that time the biggest upset on a home okay. court so. so we 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 have a shot at basketball again this year brought the whole team back the coach you know lane kiffin was our football coach a couple of years back and Mm-hmm. We were supposed to do something then too, and you know you had Howard Schnellenberger back in the day, you know. Yeah, uh, Anthony Rizzo went to FAU too. Uh, so yeah. we, we have some star Singletary from the mm-hmm. Bills. I mean, we there's some 
star athletes that come out of there. But and it's it's Florida, so you all can draw from the best athletes in the world. It was kind of funny though seeing the parades in Florida when they went to the Final Four and seeing like all the eighty-year-olds standing outside of the school at 9 a.m. Like you would think it'd be like a bunch of crazy kids with beers and they're just all old people. Like, I'm like, that's, that's my town. Spoke our tone is yeah, known for old people. <laughs> that's why it's not a, a sports town. So are you from Boca? Mm-hmm, born and raised. So when I was, I used to actually write for a magazine called Elder and it was about okay. writing about, you know, el- the elderly. And I went there to do a story on this woman. She was a count. She was the countess, and she she was like uber wealthy. And there's a college there called Lynn Lynn College. Is that right? Lynn University. Yeah, yeah Lynn University. And mm-hmm. she basically uh, gave like all of her fortune to that university, and they were they treated her like it was, it was amazing. She passed away a few years ago, but she went to. Princess Di's wedding funeral. Wow. It was like she's actual royalty on the German side. So she was like related to, um, I think the guy, the, the guy who's king now, or so he, oh. she was, her husband was related to him somehow. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's a nice city. Um, no sports culture though. And I mean, back when I was getting started, I'd walk down the street with a microphone and ask people, you know, who's going to win this Thursday night? The, and it was the Dolphins playing the Jaguars. Yeah. So you'd think like the Florida people would know and everybody, nobody knew a thing. Everybody just said they like soccer, if anything, which I'm not that into. I won't lie. Even with Messi going there, I'm not a big soccer girl. Um, so, w- so but will you make picks? Will you make soccer picks? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I um, I almost went last Tuesday. I'm so mad I didn't. It wasn't his, it wasn't the, his um, second half debut and game-winning goal. It was the game after. I think they won 3-0. And I almost went. But I was like, you know what? He had that big game the other day. I'm just going to stay away because probably not going to do much. I'm, I'm going to go next time I have the opportunity to watch the world's greatest soccer player. I will not say no. I will be okay. going to a game. I will be going. Are you a soccer guy? I I do like watching the the World Cup. Okay, um, yeah. Yeah, I do. I do like soccer. I do like. Yeah, watching and it's it, here. It's coming here, so that'll yeah. be a fun time. You said some. Are you a Kentucky? You said something about Kentucky. Uh, yeah, like I'm. A Kentucky a, fan? Yeah, I'm in Kentucky. I'm in Kentucky. Would you ask? Okay, my boyfriend played soccer there for oh, Kentucky. Oh, oh, so, nice. Mm-hmm, at UK, so he's a big. That's why it's kind of funny that my school made the final four in basketball because his basketball school did not. <laughs> Just yeah. one thing I could, and he's a Bengals fan, so anytime I can like bust his balls a little bit about sports. Um, but yeah, he's a big, big UK guy. Well, the Bengals or the Bungles, you know, they've had uh, they've had a rough go over the years, but uh, yeah, it's tough. Yeah, well, soccer yeah. soccer's huge out here. You know, we have yeah. a we have a I would say a triple A style team in Louisville. Mm-hmm. And it's all the the major universities have teams, so right. even the smaller schools. Yeah, I um, went to um the crew game, a couple of crew games this year. We have the Columbus crew, mm-hmm. which they're fun. So they actually played inter Miami last year in Columbus and Miami was everybody's saying they're so bad, crew's gonna win and I had the over, thank God, because the crew got blown out by the worst team. And I imagine, do you like Messi to win it all now? Do you think oh, that? Messi absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. I mean, he's the greatest player of all time. And it, 
he's not here like in his it's not like when Beckham came here and you know Beckham right. needed a wheelchair to get around you know right. Messi still, still he still got it you know yeah he's not he's probably he's either right on the edge of past his prime right or or he's he's past his prime but I don't I right. don't think but he's got a lot his 75 percent is better than you know everyone but Mbappe in the world oh yeah i mean you look at some of the greats though lebron and even brady going to the bucks and mm -hmm. if you're mm -hmm. that good and you go to a team that you know is not before you got there they weren't doing anything and you can turn them into you know you're the leader that's why you know people have been telling me when i say that like it's soccer it's different but no he's the leader if he can connect with the team if he's that great then he'll get in that locker room and make them something special so if he does that i will never say another thing about him but i'm <laughs> i'm curious we'll right see. on all right so we talked um we talked baseball basketball soccer now and yeah. football of course horse racing what about yeah. fighting like how do you how do you handicap fighting so oh, something funny Quick story, um, you're UFC, you follow UFC a little Absolutely. bit? Absolutely, yeah. Okay, so growing up, I told you I was a cheerleader, I was a dancer. So before I did sports stuff all throughout high school, I taught dance. And I would do private lessons at this family's house in Boca Raton for years. And I mean, I had taught his daughters for years. And this, this guy drove like a minivan, this little ball guy, he'd show up and and I had no idea for years who he was. And I started working for DraftKings and I realized it was John Anik. Oh, wow. Like the voice of MMA. I had no idea it was this guy because when I tell you, he doesn't seem or come off like mm -hmm. he's mm -hmm. anything. Um, so between him and a couple of friends I knew that were in the business, I try. I really do. That's something I stay away from. I mean, I did give out three baseball picks the other night. I didn't give out much of the fight. I, in the final or in the main card, I took the over two and a half rounds. So that was no fun. Um, but if anything, I consult with them because it's not my forte. I never claim that. And I don't like taking something that the judges can alter. I've done that. I've been to fights. I worked the Teofimo uh, Lopez, George Camposo's fight. Sat front row, that was one of my coolest things I've ever done with the sport, or that's boxing, but still fighting. Um, and still then, I got all the insight. Oh, uh, is going to do it again. He's a world champ. Easy. George Camposos wins. I'm like, I, I, I've tried. I try to stay away. People want them, so I give them out, but that is not my forte. Well, you know, maybe it's, uh, uh, maybe it, you know, use, take, take your dancing your, your dancing background because I mean, it's not too it's similar in a weird way instead of like just you know being artistic you're punching and choking right. people but yeah. there there's some similarities there you know yeah. i did jujitsu for a couple of weeks i, I took some jujitsu classes get back uh, in it yeah i have the gi and everything um <laughs> yeah it got tough with traveling and my coach also didn't like that i have nails so oh, yeah, the nails yeah. and yeah, everything. And, yeah. and then when we would roll at the end, um, I think it was my third week, I'm rolling with this girl. She's a beast, a beast. She starts on the ground, you know, I'm coming up, doing everything I can. She's going easy on me. And then after class, I hear the coach go to her, I can't believe you're only 12. 
And I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> a 12-year-old girl is kicking my ass. Yeah. Like, I, I wasn't very good. But well, no one's no one's good, especially in the beginning. I mean, I yeah. suck, and I've been at it for almost a year now. But, you know, I had a – I rolled with a 14-year-old the other day. He was uh-huh. so big. He wasn't fat. He was, he was really big. I couldn't even get him in my guard. My legs wouldn't wrap around him. Uh, and what, what belt are you? I'm I'm a white belt. I'm okay. a white belt with a stripe. Right. <laughs> okay, you got a stripe. So, but um, but the where this kid was like was in my guard, you know, and I've got him. I've got uh-huh. a, a choke on him, and he was like didn't even phase him i was like he was huge i'm like yeah. i was like this kid will not i'm not gonna get submitted i'm just gonna like hold on here and i did i just uh, i had him in my guard just holding on to him right there for for our for a five minute round and, that's funny and my yeah, no. got blown out <laughs> since i'm in columbus a lot of the girls they realized that do the class were they wrestled at osu so i mean they all have so much experience mm. and you just get thrown into uh, there's a lot of all-level classes, and those worked with my schedule. Probably should have stayed away from those, but uh, they knew I was scared. I mean, I'd walk up, light tap, introduce myself, and I mean, they they were easy on me. But I I, I didn't want to chip a tooth. <laughs> I stayed away. I might I had fun with it though, so I might get back into it after football season. Well, just wear a mouthpiece. I did I did yeah. chip a tooth. So you did. I I, I chip a tooth. And I retore my rotator, rotator cuff, yeah. and uh, been in rehab with that. But I still go, still go to the mats. I mean, I love yeah. it. Yeah, but that'll yeah, help you. Thing. That'll help you appreciate UFC a little more. Oh you know? yeah, no, for sure. I, I, I know that. Is it true that the best UFC fighters are great at jujitsu? I think that used to be the case. Uh, I don't think it is anymore. I think all of them have to have um, a at least a moderate level of jujitsu training. But I think wrestlers, wrestling and jujitsu is huge for UFC. Mm-hmm. And but early on, they would they would mop the floor with those guys because no because yeah. people weren't familiar with it. They didn't know how to get out of it. Yeah. And if you think about it, the Gracie family with what they did, with what they did for fighting, you know, there's there were a handful of forms of fighting known throughout the world, and then they come on the scene in the '90s and they just changed everything right so i mean what do you, you think about like the pauls the logan and and uh jake. jake what do you think about that in the industry well i so they have a documentary out now and i just saw yeah. the preview of it and talking about how everybody in the world hated them and mm-hmm. i was like i kind of started feeling sorry for them you yeah. know and we actually I, we actually share a lawyer too so i know oh. i know a good deal about them i'm like go for it i i don't right logan and i've watched him box logan's like a real they're like real boxers i mean they right. get they get looks that they probably shouldn't for their mm-hmm. uh for for their you know stature right. but but they're getting them and yeah. you know they're they're holding their own but i think i think they have a chance to be legit I think they're helping the industry. I oh, mean, absolutely. Even the F1 documentary came out, and everybody now is into F1. I think that helped a lot. So definitely bringing – and some of these guys – boxing was dying was dying for a while there. Um, so I definitely think they're helping to bring recognition. And at first, I thought they made kind of a mockery of it, but mm-hmm. they've stayed committed. And, 
you know, everything. I watched that Fury fight. That was fun. And I did take Fury because I knew for money purposes, for views, they'd want a rematch, um, which it's all about money, right? But um, so much goes into it. And they do, you know, he doesn't look like a, an inexperienced kid anymore. He has some, he has some technique. And yeah, he's, I root for the social media kids because I think that's cool if you started on social media and that's how I started everything mm-hmm. with my career. And then you make it to this point. It's pretty cool. I mean, there's a there's so many opportunities to handicap. Uh, there's so much more opportunities if they get involved. There was a there was even like a YouTube fight series a while back. I imagine that had a little action on it. But I, I think you should get back in jujitsu and even consider handicapping uh, jujitsu tournaments, not just MMA. Oh, jujitsu yeah. tournaments. Yeah. See, I can't believe that my instructor was even telling me about the tournaments, like, for me to get involved with. And just, you know, my goal at the time was I'm going to get a blue belt. I'm going to keep going. He gave me the whole sheet with what he was going to test everybody on, and that was, mm-hmm. you know, six months away. And I, I know I'm not a quitter. I still have my gi. I, I think I look cool in it. Um, my TikToks are great. Um, I do want to get involved. But it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna take a lot of commitment because it is a lifestyle. It's a yeah. lifestyle. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have to be in shape. You you have to be committing to it and practicing outside of it. You can't just show up. That's so right. it's 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 good for you though. I mean, it's that stuff is a different kind of cardio that kicks your butt. Yeah, I've lost thirty pounds and it. it's been awesome. But uh, I so I do I do a a, a ranking every year called okay. uh, my top one hundred. And, okay. and every now and then, you know, someone will, uh, will, will give odds and numbers. Would you, would you ever be interested in handicapping, you know, booze like people? Oh, do? Yeah. I mean, I like, like, or, or handicapping, you know, something that's, uh, like a, like top chef or, or something like that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. How would I, you, you go about bet it? On anything. You could I, yeah. I realize you've been on the presidential elections. You can bet on who Tom Brady is going to date next. You can bet on anything. Did you have so, Kim Kardashian on that list, by the way? I did not, but I heard that was false. Oh, was, was false. it? Oh, I heard that was false. They were just being kind, but I knew she'd be going for it. Let's be real. She even went to see Messi at that game, and I was like, no, not Messi. I think he's got a family. But yeah, yeah, she's I think ready. Everybody's. Uh... Everybody's like any any guy of stature is like no 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 stay away from her. <laughs> oh yeah, but wait so top top a hundred. So what are we talking here? So you handicapping it as in so predict- I taste yeah okay. so predicting what would win like doing oh. odds like I what I'll do is I'll um, so any given year I'll taste between a thousand and two thousand spirits, okay. and um, majority of that's whiskey American whiskey, mm-hmm. and I will unveil the ones that are going to make my top 100 right and then then i will do a massive taste off where i taste them all and uh and grade them and give my and and put them in the ranking of uh one one through 100 wow yeah i can handicap that are there odds set does anybody do that now and predict the winners no I mean, people. Well, people will predict it, like on social media and stuff. It's I've always gotta get that on the books. That sounds fun. fun. 
That where would where get, where uh, there's a sports book that that would have probably have to be someone overseas. I don't see anyone really. Or like a fun book, like Barstool or something. I feel like the you know what I mean, like a a sports book that isn't traditionally competing with like FanDuel, DraftKings. Yeah. I yeah. get somebody a little different. That's people would. Gosh, everybody would be. That'd be great exposure for all the all the different types of. Uh, you know, whiskey though everybody's be gonna fun. be them, yeah. trying them, buying them to bet on it themselves. Yeah, that's fair. I I just I've always I've always imagined uh, that would be. I've always wondered what that would go like if that was handicapped, like based on my past tastings and stuff. But when you do the tasting, is it like live in front of mm-hmm. people? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it'll, it'll be live, or some of it could be pre-recorded because it's very difficult to taste 100 spirits. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> in a row without passing out you know but uh, that's true yeah by the end of it yeah really i would want to go at the end though i think yeah. if i i would want to be the last one you try yeah well that's not always no you know, no it doesn't always work that way oh no, no. any anyone any season taster can you know still taste one next to the other Right. Um, efficiently, but uh, you know, I, I actually have a Kentucky bourbon distillery picture down here on the wall. Ooh, what is it? What distillery is it? It is, it's just here. I'll, I'll pick it up and show you this guy. Oh, okay, so, yeah, in there. yeah. So, it's this guy, um, but my boyfriend's very into it again, and he went to Kentucky. So what what got you originally started with we're just always a big uh bourbon guy. What what got you into this? So I um I I was always a bourbon fan. Right. But from a professional perspective, um I came home from Iraq in 2005 mm-hmm. and the only job I could get and I applied for a lot of them was as a food editor. Uh, and I moved to Louisville to be with a woman who's now my wife. I got this job as a food editor and I started writing about food and you eventually write about alcohol. And then I went out on my own as a freelancer and I started writing about bourbon in 2006. And it just kind of, you know, I kept going and going and going. And then, you know, I started writing books and, That's awesome. and it just, it just kind of took off. But, uh, I was I was a writer and I only got into podcasting and YouTube and stuff like that because there was there was uh the the end was near for people making a living as a writer sadly everything but you know technology yeah yeah no definitely so do you have a favorite place so I can even share with my boyfriend next time we're there to go get a glass of bourbon what what's your number one place you recommend to go in uh in Kentucky mm-hmm. um I'd say I'd say right now it's a place in my neighborhood called Watch Hill Proper. It's Watch Hill Proper. It's, it's very swanky. Okay. But they have every bourbon known to man at the moment, and uh, and then a bunch of bunch of vintage stuff. Cocktails are great, but really what sets them apart is their food. Um, Chef Michael Crouch is a genius, absolute genius They're in the kitchen. Foodie too. Yeah, absolutely. Their favorite. I, I love cooking, but oh, I'm, right I'm. Oh, I always. I'm every night. I love to cook, and I'm. I'm a mean. I'm a mean chef. Um, but what's your favorite dish 
what kind of food are you into? Especially some guy in the industry and what's, what's your favorite dish? Man, if, if I could, I could have, um, I, I gotta tell you, there's not many things that I would pick over ribs over like memphis ribs. Style, over memphis style barbecue okay have you been to kansas city oh yeah they have some good barbecue it's, there yeah, too. It's memphis versus kansas city is like oh yeah they're tailgates they were playing dallas and it was when things were heated everybody hated each other and I'm walking through the tailgates and everybody has their own barbecue going on and you walk through and they're everybody just wants you to try their barbecue it's one big happy greasy family and i love it i had the best time the best food uh anywhere i traveled that year in kansas city and they have so much to be excited about you know Mm -hmm. the freaking best quarterback in the game except the the royals except their baseball team yeah they they won they won a uh world series you know a decade ago so that's good enough you know So what did you, so you had the seal box, you had the seal box bourbon or the pour there. What did you think yeah. of it? I thought it was very good. Yeah. It is, it does yeah. have that sweet, um, almost like cinnamon twist to it a bit. Um, it is, it is good. It goes down very easily. Awesome. Do you have well, a favorite, do you have a favorite? You told me that the. I think the, the Stellum. Yeah. That, ste- that Stellum would be, would probably be my, um, would be my favorite out of the out of the crop i sent you right that's the one i will i will try next yeah you should and make sure you share with your boyfriend oh definitely he's gonna be very happy about that and let me know what he thinks but i I really appreciate you coming on it was so exciting talking about your your career and and what you got going thanks for having me tell everyone how they can get your picks you know how they can (laughs) learn more about you yes um my website is amandawins.com um, my social media, every platform, TikTok, Instagram is my full name, Amanda Casey Vance, Casey with a C. Um, picks go up every day, and I write. I'm not just a, uh, I just don't just throw up bets. I do whole analyses with every single pick. So it's more of a guidance for betters, if anything. Um, and football is my forte. So I'm looking forward to a very exciting football season, and it starts tomorrow right on and when this comes out it'll already have happened but uh not the, oh. not the super bowl is but the the game okay. but who who are who's your picks for who's your picks for the super bowl i'll give you an afc and an nfc um nfc i'm going philly they're returning philly or, okay yeah philly or san fran yeah i think philly philly will do it again uh there's not much competition and then afc See, you know, if you would have asked me before last week, before Burrow got hurt, I would have said the Bengals. Um, this year, AFC, well, I'll give you a chalk, and I'll give you somebody who people are expecting. I'll give you um, the Jaguars as a long shot. Wow. I know. I know. Again, long shot. Don't put your house on it. And then favorite, um, I'd have to go with the Steelers. I'm just kidding. Uh, either Kansas City again or Buffalo. If Burrow's not healthy, if Burrow's healthy and starts week one, everybody underestimates them, and I hate them, but mm. they're going to be good. They're going to be good, and they'll get back there, and they will win one in Burrow's lifetime. They will win a Super Bowl. No, that's it'll be good for a lot of people that listen to this show. We have a lot of uh, listeners and uh, viewers in Columbus and Cincinnati. Oh, yeah. 
So, Go Buckeyes. Yeah, they are rabid, rabid fans. <laughs> but uh, awesome. again, thanks for coming on, Amanda. Excited to uh, to watch your picks uh, for for this year and the years to come. But awesome. enjoy, enjoy that bourbon out there. Thank you. Good chatting. Cheers. So that was Amanda Vance. Uh, she is a big Pittsburgh Steelers fan. And uh, I, I kind of was like, when, when someone is a fan of a team, like I'm a fan of Oklahoma State. I've lost so much money betting on Oklahoma State. Um, it's not even, it's, you shouldn't bet the team you love. Like, yeah, that's my point yeah, about right. betting with your feelings. And, yeah. It, and what's your team? What's your team? Uh, for the NFL, it's uh, the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah. So. I've had some success lately. Get some, ah, it's been yeah. a, a pretty good last 20 or so years. So who's your who's your pro team? So honestly, I was a Bengals fan uh, until the Carson Palmer uh, year when they went to uh, the second round and lost. And I realized in that moment that we would never have a better team because we traded most of it. And as of that point, I'm done with the NFL. But I've been a lifelong U of L college basketball fan. And the most annoying fans, Dallas Cowboys, Dallas Cowboy fans. I'm just no. gonna say I'm an Eagles fan. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, I'm a former, I'm a uh, former Cowboys fan. But when uh, Jerry used eminent domain to build Jerry World, I was out. I that that some. that bugged me. But just saying. I kind of find New I'm England a college fans fan. to be a little bit annoying. Who? New England fans. Yeah, that's only recent. When they start losing again, they're all going to go away. They're not going to lose. They're, they're not. I don't find New England Patriot fans to be real fans. Like Dallas Cowboy fans, they haven't won shit in a long time, and they still feel like they're always going to win. Yeah, New England, you've already started to see New England fans wane. Like they are like all they talk. They talk about Brady, 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 Brady. That would be like the Cowboy fans talking about Roger Staubach in the nineties. Or in the '80s when they went one and fifteen, you know they didn't do that. They were like with that team. While while the Cowboys fans are kind of annoying, they are very loyal and they believe in that team. So they are real fans. I think the well, New England fan. Wait, wait. So you you can't you can't take a, a fan who won in the last decade, right? Multiple times in the last decade compared to a fan base who hasn't won in literally this century. But they. But the thing is, is like. When, when New England stops winning, okay. I think they're going to go away. I don't think they're going to stick around. Like That's what I mean. Look, what I'm saying is if you look at Belichick's... So, so we're selling blind loyalty. I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see. Yes! Okay. Cubs right. fans. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, okay. We're well, okay. right. also annoying. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Bruins guy. <laughs> but that being said... Well, we'll have to see because the Patriots have uh, experienced a lot of winning. Maybe the fans are just taking yeah. a break. So, but... Uh, you got to give them credit. Well, we'll see. We'll see where uh, the quarterback goes. But I know this. Amanda gave a lot of great advice on who her picks are going to be in the Super Bowl. You're going to be happy about that, obviously. <laughs> but, um, you know. Well, one of the great things that she said during the uh, interview was don't trust the public. The public is always wrong when they when they bet. That's yeah. probably one of the best advice I think she said. It was. Uh, I agree. I agree. I just I don't bet sports. So. That's going to do it for the Amanda Vance episode. Thank you, Jamar, Dan, Eric, for joining. Yep, cheers. And, of course, cheers. Dallas for the Thank you, Dallas. Thank you, Dallas. Here. This is awesome. So Appreciate here it. we go. So the next episode we have one of my 
favorite bands of all time, Bad Religion. Cheers. 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 Cheers.